0: Welcome. Thank you for taking time out today to seek God. You've made a brave choice whether you believe in God, whether you struggle with that belief, whether you're religious or whether you're not. Seeking God is the greatest human pursuit. We're taking the risk together that God is there and wants us to pursue Him, and the journey will be rewarding. In the time we have together, we'll worship by praying, reading scripture, and reflecting. This time is for you to seek God. I'm only here to help. If you're able, free yourself of distraction. Calming our bodies and minds is not only relaxing, but it reminds us of our own limits and that a non-physical God is sought in non-physical ways. But what really matters is that this time is set apart and is unique to the rest of the events in your day. So once you're comfortable, let's begin. close your eyes and take a breath. You're about to speak to the creator of everything. And this is not meditation, which is turning inward into yourself. Prayer is intentionally reaching beyond ourselves to the source of everything. We're reaching into the void and what will happen is unknown. But that's where all adventures are. Now speak out loud or in your mind. God is not limited to what is spoken. He knows even your deepest thoughts. So express your intentions. You can say, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, show me who you are. Take a moment and express these thoughts to God in your own way. Read Scripture. We read Scripture because we believe that God has communicated and that He's revealed Himself to people who have written down their experiences for our benefit. We don't have to understand it, we don't have to be Bible scholars, but it is important that we receive it and believe that God communicates. Today we'll read John 15, 26, which says, When the counselor comes, the one I will send to you from the Father, The Spirit of Truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify about me. These are some of Jesus' last words before the cross. Imagine what would be on your mind before your imminent death. Would it be important information for those you care about? For Jesus, this was absolutely the case. You and I are so used to the idea of there being a Holy Spirit, even if we hardly understand Him, that it's difficult to appreciate what Jesus is saying. He's about to go away. He's about to die. Read between the lines and He is telling them of His resurrection. But even still, the three years of a flesh and blood Jesus in their daily lives is coming to an abrupt end. And yet, Jesus says it's to their benefit that he leaves so that the counselor can come. Let's notice a few things. First, this counselor is sent by Jesus and proceeds from the Father. As Jesus is the interface of God to humanity, so the counselor is the interface of God to our spirits. Second, A counselor gives guidance. That's what the Spirit will do. And where will he guide us? To Jesus. Lastly, and this is challenging because all of our senses are tuned to the physical, we would be understandably mistaken to assume that a flesh-and-blood Jesus standing before us would be the best thing. And yet, There is a spiritual reality far more dense than the physical. And it is to this reality that Jesus speaks when he says that it's better that he go so that we can have the spirit. Do you believe this? Our physical senses are challenged by Jesus' words, but our spirits are made alive in God because of it. Holy Spirit, it's almost odd to pray to you, but I must take Jesus at His word. Will you guide me and counsel me into the truth of God? Take a moment and express these thoughts to God in your own way.